Greetings, listeners. Welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour here on Mother's Day 2023. This is Don Wassel and my co-host, as always, or actually she's the host. I'm just the sidekick, Patricia Aiken. How are you doing today, Patricia? I'm doing awesome, Don. How about you? Can't complain. I uh, First of all, well, I you, just... can, you can complain, but nobody cares, you know? That's right. <laughs> Nobody, nobody listens, and we have listeners, so we can't, uh, I can't complain, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. Uh, I lost my mom a couple years ago, and she loved being spoiled on, on Mother's Day, uh, especially opening her cards. I mean, she'd she'd always tear up, and it was an important day to her. And uh, I'm sure just about everybody listening uh, knows the phrase "Mom, uh, apple pie, and Chevrolet." I'm not, not so sure about the Chevrolet part, but when we think of America, the America that we love and miss, there was nothing better than America's old school moms nurturing us as children and into adulthood, watching over our communities and guarding the social order and traditional values. Before toxic feminism was foisted on America from the top down by the usual ghouls, women were always the moral backbone, backbone of healthy Western societies. But now, after a half century of women, especially mothers, being degraded and attacked, you don't really hear that old saying about mom's apple pie and Chevrolet anymore, do we? In fact, women themselves, they don't even exist anymore, according to the uh, communist lunatics and the fake news media and the government. Motherhood and the traditional family are among the many precious things that have been destroyed by the forces which conquered America from within and are now arrogantly going about trying to finish the job, or at least they think they are. But they can and they're going to be defeated. It's just a matter of us doing what it takes. And uh, for all of you listening out there whose moms are still living, don't ever forget to let them know how much you love them and appreciate them, especially on a day like this. Right, Patricia? Absolutely. Absolutely. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. That's right. I mean, women, uh, yeah, they are so instrumental and important. That's one of the things that always gets me, uh, you know, these feminist lunatics through the years just – constantly attacking men men hate women and this and that come on men love women starting with their mothers and their sisters and you know i mean it's just it's just criminal what's been done uh by the feminazis to this country um is, do we have our guest mark dankoff special guest is he on yet i don't think so i think he's his mia for a little bit okay so I know he's got some some stuff going on and uh, in fact his mother's had health problems and uh and some other things so I know he promoted his appearance on the show, and he has he uh, for those listening, Mark has his own show on RBN on Friday afternoon. So I'm sure there's a good reason why we don't have him yet, and hopefully he'll join. But uh, Patricia, while we're waiting, I know there's something important you want to relate to the uh, the listeners about our food supply. Yeah, thanks, uh, Don. That sounds good. Let me. Uh, I've got some numbers here. Oh, and I just want to remind everyone. Um, they can hang out with us at thefreedomtimes.chattango.com if they like. I'll be I'll be over there for part part of the time. But um, there was something that came up, um, and my friend Mr. Jim Cole sent it to me this morning. It was a TikTok video about how the um, the meat packers, the what we call the big four, um, they're making an end run around the small packers again with uh, meat packers like the like the people that. Jason Rick would would use and Cole Bolton in Texas and the Beef Initiative and all those folks. They're going to try to do some legislation this week that will put those packers out of business. It will 
It's exactly the same scenario they did in the 70s when they put the Cowboy Packers out of business and they took over and monopolized beef. Those big four Packers control 40% of the beef in the world, not just in this country, in the world. And so they're obviously threatened by people like um, Jason Rick and uh, the Beef Initiative, Nourished by Nature, all those folks, because they are putting out healthy beef that's clean, uncontaminated, no vaccines, and and they don't want that. They want to continue to poison us. And so it would cost uh, Packers millions and millions of dollars to um, comply with this new EPA regulation. And it's just uh, an attack on these small Packers. So I'd like to encourage people to grab a pencil. Grab a pencil. I've got two phone numbers for you. There's more that you can find. Call everybody at the EPA. Here's the number for the Water Department. It's 202-566-2659. And then I've got the Chief of Staff's uh, number, and his name is David Risley, and his number is 202-564-1585. So uh, call, call those numbers. It's vitally important, and tell them, hell no. Awesome. Don't even think about it. Yep. Well, let's do that. And uh, I'll give out one more number since uh, we're kind of uh, having an open mic right now. The call-in number, if you want to call an RBN and say hello or you have something on your mind, 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. I'm sure most of you have that memorized already anyways. If you want to call in to the Freedom Times News Hour on this Mother's Day, please feel free. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, maybe I... Uh, I can uh, tell the listeners about the new issue of the Freedom Times. I don't even know if it's made its way out to where you are yet, uh, Patricia, but it's... Not, not yet. I only get mail three days a week, so I haven't seen it yet. My goodness. Well, it sounds like the Pony Express where you are. My <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the Pony Express was a great deli here, but unfortunately it closed the week I moved here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. On the front page of the May issue is an article called Weaponizing Our Food. It's uh, written by this brilliant a reporter named Patricia Aiken. And cover. My God, and uh, actually uh, is a relation to you. When they say no relation, you, you hear that. But, yeah, it's you. And it's a great article. It's on the front page. It's got a really good uh, picture accompanying it. And it's right down what we've been talking about with Jason Rich being on last week and uh, what you were just talking about a couple minutes ago about the food supply. That's a really important issue. We've got so many battles. But my goodness, if we're, we're going to be poisoned by our own food, then – that's that's uh you know it doesn't get much worse than that i mean they they poison the air they poison food we have big pharma they come at us from you know the sky the chemtrails i mean they come at us from so many directions and it's just disgusting isn't it yeah oh absolutely you should see um our, our friend laz Asanaro sent me some great links um today about this bioengineered food ingredients that are so toxic and um when you see something um called n-i-s-i-n nissen that's actually mRNA in foods. So if you look on a box of Cheerios, that's right, Honey Nut Cheerios contains almond ingredients. It also says contains bioengineered food ingredients. I'm surprised they even listed. You know, I mean, a lot of uh, stuff we eat is, is genetically mutated, and they don't have to list it unlike even even in europe over in europe they they have to if it's genetically modified it has to be listed in the ingredients or prominently on the packaging 
Yeah. Uh, it's rare that it happens in this country. So I'm surprised they even put there. Maybe that's just openly snubbing their nose at us, you know. You read something yeah. like that and you eat it anyways. It shows what an idiot you are. <laughs> yeah, right. I say if they advertise it on television, don't eat it. That's well, that's true. Rule of thumb, yeah. And it's kind of interesting, too. I just, I guess we're kind of doing a little stream of consciousness here, but when I've dieted, and I've been on a diet off and on this year, and when you're uh, late at night and you're kind of hungry and you're watching TV, I know it's we shouldn't watch TV, but I do now and then, and it's amazing how many commercials are just pushing this garbage food, this fast food, this pizza, all this sugar and corn syrup stuff. It's just, you know, they have us trained or not, you know, I mean, most Americans are trained like seals, you know, they, they just start salivating and they want to get this food, this, this junk food that has no nutrition and is really killing them at a younger and younger age. But uh, Pavlov's dog. Yeah. And no wonder. It's like the close-ups, too. I mean, it's not just, you know, they don't just show like a candy bar. I mean, it's like ultra close-ups of the chocolate and the peanut and, uh, or the, you know, they'll show like cheese dripping off a piece of pizza. I mean, it's not exactly subtle. Oh, it's food food porn. You know, I, I have a story about that. I used to, I've never really had a TV. Even when I've had one, I haven't turned it on. (laughs) I've just never been much on TV. And except if it's Wimbledon or something I would watch. but And so this one, um, I used to watch an old show it was way back in the 80s called Moonlighting. And it was with, um, oh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> uh, Sybil Shepherd and... Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. There we go. Thank you. And so a friend of mine it turned me on to it. So we used to tape it. Friends of mine would, would record it at their house. And we would go out to dinner on the night that it was on and then we'd come home and, and, and watch it. Um, and, and, but we buzzed through all the commercials and that was fine. That was great. Then I'd go home. Well, this one time we didn't go out to dinner and we ended up watching it live. And there were so many of those food porn commercials on, Oh my gosh, on my way home, I stopped at this place called the paradise fruit stand. We used to call it paradise fruit and drug on Maui. And just bought all this junk food, candy and chips and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it, it's it gets in your head. It oh, really it does. does. It does. Uh, I mean, I'm like that too. I can. I'm pretty good. I've been pretty good on my diet this year, but now and then I'll just veer off for a day or so, and I don't just yeah. veer off. Sometimes I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go buy all the things I shouldn't, and you know, eat them all in one day, and then, and then go back on the diet again the next day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of what you talk about that, that show. Uh, I don't know. Bruce Willis is only, I think, in his mid sixties, and yet he is uh, has Alzheimer's now and some other uh, some yeah Parkinson's other, or something else. Yeah, I... degenerative, some other degenerative type disease. I mean, he's done acting, and you know that's uh, that's a very young age for that to happen. You always, when you hear about people like that uh, getting sick or dying, you always, at least to me now, the last couple of years, you always think, were they vaxxed? You know, that's the first oh. question that comes to mind. You know, with with uh, Fauci's poisonous experimental vax, right? Clearly vaxxed. I, I, you couldn't you couldn't convince me otherwise. Especially when they have that, all that kind of money and they get, they can get the best health treatment through the system, you know, establishment medicine uh, that's possible, and yet they still are. Some of them are still dying young or getting getting very sick. There's that one black comedian, I think Kevin Hart, or one of them right now, I guess, is near death too, and he's I think he's only around fifty or something like that, and he's disappeared from sight. You'll go like Justin Bieber, that young singer from Canada who was so popular he he got vaxxed and he had ended up with part of his face being paralyzed so he's basically done you know I mean it's just 
And yet the media, of course, I mean, that, that's what tells you we know we're on the right track because they don't even notice this. They don't never tell you about a pattern that's so obvious of people dying, so many people dying from the vaccine. Right. So they're afraid to even oh, exactly. tell the masses, the dumbed down masses, because they're afraid maybe of what the uh, ramifications will be. Right. Well, this the pilots were, were heavily pressured into getting vaccinations, you know, the vac- so-called vaccinations, the, the clot shots. And so I got a, an email from uh, Dr. Paul Alexander. He's a, an MD up in Canada, and, and he sends out um, all this COVID-1984 news. And so he sent one. Um, there was a, a Colonel Michael Fugit, commander of Nevada's Air Guard, 152nd Operation and United Airlines, died on May 9th, died due to COVID mRNA um, is they're questioning it. Was it? Is it just a coincidence? Another coincidence? I mean, pilots are some of the healthiest people um, in the world. People that take care of themselves because they have to pass a physical every right. two years. Right. And and so you know these people really take care of themselves. So to have a, someone at 46 died unexpectedly at his home, another died suddenly. It's it's crazy, but you know that's not enough. That's not enough. We're gonna. They've actually put that mRNA technology in lettuce. So all you people that hate salad, you have a good reason to now. You know, I, I always take a good. I bought some lettuce today. I bought ingredients for salads, and one thing I noticed with lettuce, and I don't know if it's just because it's genetically modified now or not, because it, it started even before COVID. But lettuce to me is different. It looks different, and it is different than it used to be. Like a head of lettuce used to be a head of lettuce. But now, when I start going through one, I never know what I'm going to get. A lot of times, there's, it, I can only use maybe the last third of it, and then it's all too, like, uh, it's all tight. It's it's not what I want, the kind of, when I think of a lettuce. Like, you just used to be able to use almost the whole head for a salad or something like that. But now, there's only, a lot of times, only parts of it can be used. I don't know. It's just I just notice little differences in, in things like that. Like, corn on the cob isn't quite the same as it used to be. So, again, there, you know, they're doing so many things to us, experimenting, really, and we're just the guinea pigs, and we don't even know that we're the guinea pigs a lot of times. Yeah. Well, that's true. You know, I love the photo. There's a meme that shows two ears of corn. One is GMO, and the other one is non-GMO, and they're outside. And a squirrel took a couple bites of the GMO stuff and said, oh, no way. And then they went and devoured the non-GMO. So even squirrels have more sense than we do to eat, not to eat GMOs. Yeah. David Dees was always brilliant. The late David Dees, his illustrations. Oh. I remember he'd always have like an ear of corn with like a mouth and teeth. And you know, he, just, <laughs> he wasn't subtle, but he was brilliant. And he died young, too, and unexpectedly, you know, sadly, a few years ago. I mean, he was a real, real asset. I mean, he was. There was nobody better at putting the kinds of things together that he did. Oh, his artwork was absolutely amazing. Uh, how he was able to to get get a point across in a in a photo, man. His um, uh, his paintings were definitely worth more than a thousand words. Yep, and I mentioned in your article, "Weaponizing Our Food," which is on the uh, the front page of the May issue of the Freedom Times. The the illustration accompanying it was it was made by david Dees a few years ago and it's you know it's brilliant as all all of his were so i mean i still use them a lot when i can great awesome yeah i i didn't i didn't realize see i think i knew that a little while ago and then forgot so who's jeff rents doing for his using for his art now i wonder 
I don't know if he's still I don't go to Rents that much. I mean, I know Ben Garrison. He's a really good cartoonist. I'll use him in the uh, the Freedom Times for he's more you know, traditional political, but he, he his are really good, too. You know, he's a he's a quite a talent. Uh, other than that, I really don't know if there are any other ones. Oh, cool. So yeah. what else is in the paper? OK, so well, so I'm on the front page and then who else? You mean you you care? I mean, you know you're on the front page and you still care about the rest of the paper? My goodness. <laughs> you're just pretending. Yeah, that's right. I'm just being polite. <laughs> no, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, there's a great article by Sidney Secular uh, about the Social Security Act, or as he calls it, the Social Insecurity Act. And I'm sure that'll be of interest to all those who are of a certain age, and uh, right, well, actually, you don't even have to be old enough to get Social Security if you're younger than 65. I mean, you have to wonder if it's even going to be solvent, but no. they always seem to find a way. They'll take, they'll steal from, you know, people, uh, you know, to get the get enough to pay it for this year or next year. But they're they're always scrambling, and of course, it's like everything else. It's not uh, administered the way it was supposed to, but the, you know, the government does what it wants to do. Um, and we go. Letters to the editor, like some really good letters to the editor, three pages worth this time. And um, there's a good article by uh, Valerie Protopapis, who uh, wow. is a columnist, uh, in addition to you and Sid Secular. Hers is called The Wrong Question. And I'll leave it to, to those people out there who do not yet subscribe to the, the Freedom Times to subscribe to it if they want to know what that article is about. There, of course, is the uh, Intelligence Report, which is always the most Seems to be the most popular part of the paper. Uh, editorial. Aside and, from the front page, aside from the front page, that is. That's what you oh, mean, right? Well, right. When you're already. That goes without saying. Well, you know, back to the social insecurity thing, you know, I, I'm, I'm seeing stuff online. Oh, well, you know, Washington's saying we may not have enough to, to pay social security, you know, next month. Really? You had two point some billion dollars to send to Ukraine? Yeah, uh, of course, that's been this. I can remember them back in the 70s. They were, when Carter was president, they were worried about it being insolvent. They always find a way to cheat and get it done for another year or two. I hear some music, Patricia. I guess we're going to our first break. You're listening to the Freedom Times News Hour. We will be right back after these important commercials from RBN. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 
0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. How are we going to change it? You are listening to the Freedom Times News Hour, brought to you by, by the website AmericanFreedomNews.us. AmericanFreedomNews.us, your one-stop daily uh, intelligence report, I guess is the way to put it. If you want to know what's going on, there's no better compilation than to go to AmericanFreedomNews.us. This is the Freedom Times News Hour. I'm Don Wassel here with Patricia Aiken. I'm in Pennsylvania. She's out in the desert somewhere in Nevada. Uh, trying to trying to fend off a storm, hopefully successfully. Uh, we kind of uh, had to change script a little bit today. We had a guest, and uh, he has not been able to make it. Um, maybe we'll have Mark on next week if we can that fits his schedule and ours. But uh, if you want to join our conversation, it's kind of impromptu day. Uh, open mic call in number here at RBN is five one two two four eight. 8252-512-248-8252. This would be a great day to call in. A lot of days we don't have call in because we have a great guest on and that interview consumes the hour. But today, if you want to call in about whatever's on your mind, you can do that. Um, 
I don't know. If you have any, I, I'm working at AmericanFreedomNews.us right now. As usual, there's a lot of really good stuff on there. I mean, a lot of good stuff. A lot of it's uh, bad news, but not all of it. There's some good writers. Um, I uh, would like to see more people go to that. In fact, it's been on on for a couple of years, and there's no reason if you like, especially if you like the intelligence report in the uh, in the Freedom Times newspaper. To me, it's a daily intelligence report. I mean, a lot of what ends up in the in the Freedom Times intelligence report it comes from AmericanFreedomNews.us. I just take the best of it and uh, summarize it and put it in a form for readers. But uh, you can go every day and at your leisure. There's enough on there on any given day that you can spend hours if you wanted to reading the material on there. So highly recommended. Of course, I put it together myself, so that's one reason. But no, seriously, it is a good. It's a very good site, right, Patricia? Absolutely. I, I, I get so much out of it. I, I'm not just saying that. I, I mean, I really enjoy the site. Sometimes your articles, I have to say, in the Freedom Times as well, are just a little too smart for me. They're a little too erudite, as we say. So, but I get a dictionary and I, <laughs> and I, and I read it and, and get smarter because of them. So. Well, yeah. And uh, I know you're kidding. To yeah. a degree, but yeah, we don't yeah. we don't talk down to our readers. That's for sure. Uh, we, no. we assume we assume that they have a fair amount of knowledge of what's going on in the country, and uh, we try to better inform them and, and hopefully inspire them to do more themselves. Because I know I get annoying at times because I hammer the same few points over and over again. But I don't. I think you know we're watching our country being destroyed in front of our eyes, and there, it's still to me, as far as I can tell, it's still the same very small group of people trying their best, but most people that know what's going on, they're still just sitting back, and I don't know what they're expecting. Maybe they've given up. Maybe they're just hoping that somehow they escape what we all know is happening and coming. I don't know what it is. Um, well, maybe they just have that deer-in-the-headlights feeling, like they can't move. Yeah, I mean, it can be intimidating, but that, that's why I say, too, and, and of course this horrible administration we have right now, they they – want to intimidate people. They want people to be fearful. They don't want any dissent. So they're going about it like traditional communists do. Maybe a little more high tech, not quite as brutal as, as communist dictatorships have done it in the past, but they're still using a lot of the tried and true communist methods. But then yeah, again, our that's, people... that's the J6 people. Right. But our people are, you know, they're, they're not supposed to be the ones that are intimidated or afraid to take action. This is the time to, and I don't mean by action, I mean smart action, being involved as an activist, not doing something dumb or even saying you can't even say you can't even joke anymore about certain things. You just got to be smart and savvy. But I don't know. I just I just gets me down sometimes because I, I, I think there's not enough people that are willing to make any kind of sacrifice. They, they see what's happening to their country. They claim they love their country, but they still expect you know, a few people that are sticking their neck out to save the country. And that's not going to happen. It can't happen. You need a lot more people working together on different levels. And uh, well, well, what to me is what to me is so uh, overwhelming uh, is when you look that they were being attacked on from every angle. I mean, right. major attacks. I mean, the the tanking the dollar. There, you know, the just the genocide that's going on uh, on the southern border. I mean, just bringing people in. Bus loads after bus load after bus load, and they go they they go across the border with those buses and load people up, 
I read the other day that refugees are sitting there waiting to come in, calling DoorDash, ordering DoorDash. Yeah, with cell phones probably given them by the, you know, by the feds. I mean, that's how preposterous the whole thing's gotten. But, you know, I look at it, too, and I, I do emphasize this a lot in the, uh, the new issue of the Freedom Times, which we're going to talk about when we come back from break, because I hear that music again, which means we are headed for break. This is the Freedom Times News Hour. I'm Don Wassell with Patricia Aiken. We have, uh, this is uh, Impromptu Sunday. I hope maybe some will call in when we get back, but for now, we hope you stay with us. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth what would you say if i told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company and it would pay for itself in just six weeks when pigs fly the new ease off model easy 4 replaces old spring style carcass droppers and is faster safer and more reliable the ease off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control sounds expensive can i afford it can you afford not to try the ease off it installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Be alive. I'm alive 
right. We are back. This is the Freedom Times News Hour with Don Wassel, my co-host Patricia Aiken, and good news. We our special guest for this hour is back. I guess we had some technical difficulties. And uh, if necessary, or if we want to, maybe we can have Mark again next week or one of these upcoming weeks, but we're glad we have him for a half hour. Um, so we have a couple callers, too. So let me, uh, I do want to give you an introduction, Mark. Mark's an ordained Lutheran pastor, and he's a fellow broadcaster on RBN. He has a show called The Dankoff Report. It's heard on Friday afternoons. And he's also on Rents Radio, Euro Folk Radio, Speak Free Radio, and he's also a regular on Andrew Carrington Hitchcock's show, which comes from England. Uh, he's a proud member of the Taft Pat Buchanan wing of the Republican Party, and uh, his uh, does he's written for American Free Press, and also says here Don Wassel's The Freedom Times. My God, that's me. That's my paper, The Freedom Times. Yeah, Mark has been a contributor to The Freedom Times, and uh, he's a He's really been a great promoter of the Freedom Times, too. I can't uh, – I'm, I'm just very grateful for all Mark's done. He's really gone above and beyond to try and help the Freedom Times out. Um, he is a severe critic of the uh, neocons and the uh, the Zionist, the pro-Zionist foreign policy that the U.S. has been following for way too long. So he's sort of from the old American right. In 2000, he was the Constitution Party candidate in Delaware for the U.S. Senate, uh, and he's a member of the – a patron member of the NRA, the Texas State Rifle Association, and the Evangelical Theological Society, because he is an ordained pastor, even though he likes to drink beer. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Uh, good, Don. I'm sorry we didn't hook up earlier. Apparently it was a technical situation, but I'm happy to jump into the last part of things here. I'm on my ways out to my my mother-in-law's house uh, to uh, for Mother's Day, but I think we can get this covered. Sure. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time, but we'll do the best we can. Um, all right, let's just jump into it. Okay, what, Mark, uh, what, what's your assessment of where the war in Ukraine stands currently, and how do you see it playing out for, say, the uh, next 6 to 12 months? Well, I think it's uh, it's a very dangerous situation, and things are worsening. Uh has some very recent uh, reports in the last 24 hours from the uh, results of some of these Russian airstrikes in western Ukraine. And to show people how serious this is and what's not being reported in the news media, you've got a situation where in a place called Kemelnitsky in the western part of Ukraine, there were a couple of incredible explosions yesterday. People uh, from over there were sending me film footage as, uh, as well as stills. And uh, the, the explosions were basically two gigantic explosions, one that apparently hit a, uh, a fuel and petroleum uh, uh, storage center. The other one hit uh, a, uh, a rocket and ammunition depot where the latest reports indicate that these British depleted uranium shells that were uh, uh, that were handed over uh, to the Zelensky regime by our, our old friend uh, Richie Sunak uh, may well have blown up in this in this particular strike because uh, Intel Slava is now reporting been in Kemelnitsky, a uh, very, very nice uh, community in western Ukraine. Their gamma radiation levels are suddenly way up, and uh, it would appear on the basis of the increase in those uh, gamma radiation levels that uh, these, uh, these reports from Intel Slava, yet to be confirmed, are probably true, and that is that the, uh, uh, the uh, depleted uranium shells would be the best explanation for why you suddenly have 
uh, an increase in gamma radiation. But with all of these things going on, uh, you know, with the airstrikes and, of course, there's all this talk about uh, Zelensky's counteroffensive and all this talk about a Russian counteroffensive that will follow that counteroffensive. The the situation along the 950-mile front uh, has not uh, changed too much. Uh, except in Russia's favor, as far as uh, a continued advance at Bakhmut, they almost have that uh, city completely secured. But uh, I, I'm expecting the Ukrainians, who are under incredible pressure from the United States to launch this counteroffensive, that uh, we're going to see their attempt at that, probably in the uh, Zaporozhia Kherson region, uh, being the primary thrust, I'm going to guess, uh, and uh, that this will in turn be headed. Uh, in the direction of what they hope will be a successful attempt uh, at taking over Melitopol and Crimea. Uh, that's at least what they're saying on paper. Uh, I think the reality of that is going to be far different in terms of the level of Russian retaliation that's going to occur. There's going to be an incredible amount of death and carnage. And, and quite frankly, uh, what concerns me uh, is a situation uh, where, ma- where NATO might yet become foolishly involved uh, by committing themselves to uh, entering western Ukraine through eastern Poland. Uh, and if that occurs, especially if the Poles become more directly involved than they already are, could give us an Article 5 situation as far as the NATO treaty is concerned. And then I think we're looking at a global war that will not simply involve Putin's Russia, but it will involve uh, the United States and NATO on the one hand, And I think you're going to see a Chinese-Russian-Iranian alliance that's already in the process of formulation that is really going to make this uh, quite something to behold if it actually happens. I think it's an incredibly serious situation. And these gamma radiation levels that have been reported to me from over there that have been uh, recorded from these uh, Russian strikes on Kemelnitsky uh, are, are extremely ominous. And again, the Russians pretty much have air supremacy. They have these uh, uh, Geron-2 uh, drones, certainly. Uh, they have the, the cruise missiles, uh, the, the caliber cruise missiles that can be launched, and the, and the, uh, uh, and the these incredible FAB uh, 505 and FAB 1500 uh, uh, glided bombs that just have uh, arrive at a target with incredible speed and force. I'm guessing that that's what was used on these depots uh, at Kemlinitsky yesterday, but I have no confirmation of that. Okay. We are talking with Mark Dankoff. Uh, I know we have some callers on hold, too. We're going to try and get to you. Uh, I know we got uh, James, Mike, and Laz, but uh, we only because of a glitch, we just got Mark on now. So I want to ask him a couple more questions, and then we'll, we'll go to the callers. Um, as you know, uh, Mark, Paul Craig Roberts is always taking Putin and Russia to task for not using Russia's over what he calls overwhelming military advantage over Ukraine to end the war quickly. He argues that by not doing so, it only makes Russia look weak and indecisive and increases the chance of a world war. In fact, he's for years, even before the Ukraine war started, he's been, Roberts has been criticizing Putin as an appeaser that only makes the neocon madmen bolder. I mean, that's easy to say, but no sane person wants to blunder into a nuclear war. Do you, do you agree with Paul Craig Roberts' assessment on Putin and Russia? Uh, you know, I go back and forth on that, Don. I certainly understand where Dr. Roberts is coming from. 
uh, I think, by uh, tying uh, Russia tying their own hands with the conditions of this so-called special military operation, uh, which had very limited objectives and very limited methodologies that were being used in the Donbass, uh, you can certainly argue that that gave uh, the Ziocons and NATO every opportunity to uh, continue fueling this war and to really bring uh, Zelensky's uh, forces at least up to speed uh, in regard to the American and NATO and EU objective, which is to use Ukraine as a surrogate military force against Putin. On the other hand, the way that this is all played out in terms of a so-called military war of attrition, uh, this has cost the United States and the EU and NATO a tremendous amount in terms of weaponry, in terms of money. It's had a devastating effect on the Western European economies and to a lesser extent on the American economy. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden we have discovered uh, that Russia, uh, contrary to what the West thought, that the Russians uh, have done quite well economically under the circumstances, even in the midst of all of these Western sanctions. You've got a situation as well where the Russians uh, are the are the world's leading possessor of commodities. Uh, they are in the closest arrangement and alliance with China that goes beyond even what it was at the height of the Cold War. And so China which is a military power, as you know, uh, uh, that includes nuclear capability, is also now the uh, world's leading manufacturing power. You're talking about the Chinese having a manufacturing capability greater than that of the United States and Europe combined. Thanks to, uh, thanks to the, the United States and Europe, too. Yeah, yep. exactly. Thanks to the United States and Europe, who have been pursuing policies uh, in, in for years related to exportation of, of, uh, of our own manufacturing capability, running all these trade deficits with China that were suddenly uh, resulting in a, in a very strong uh, Chinese military buildup over time. And then, of course, when you combine uh, uh, Putin's Russia with all of these commodities and then you combine uh, Chinese military capability and their staggering manufacturing economy, and you add the Iranians to that uh, is a key factor in what would appear to be the backfiring of American Ziocon policies in the Middle East. We are now in a situation uh, where, uh, as Colonel McGregor put it, uh, these are his words, not mine. He said, you know, we, he said we were pursuing these wars in the Middle East. In the Middle East, we had all these people running around with uh, uh, AR-15s uh, chasing people with towels in their heads and looking around in caves and in all these uh, this desert terrain and so forth. Uh, we didn't do very well in that war. We ended up. Hey, uh, hey, Mark, we did beat Grenada. Never forget that. That's right. We beat Grenada. That's a, oh, for the amount of money that we spend on military defense, which is more than the next nine nations combined in the list of the top ten. Uh, we have been very impressive. But if we start talking about the catastrophe of our policies uh, in in terms of uh, the Bush war on terror, uh, which subsequently became Obama's war on terror, uh, we have uh, we've borrowed and spent trillions of dollars. We have lost and ruined thousands of the lives of our own citizens. Uh, we have killed at least a million people on the other side, many of whom are completely innocent of anything. But we ultimately got run out of Afghanistan. Uh, I argue that we're running in modern Iraq. We have been checkmated in Syria. Don't even belong there in any sense of the word. Still trying to steal oil and uh, Syrian weed in northeastern uh, Syria. 
But nonetheless, uh, we are our policies uh, have, have uh, resulted in our being absolutely uh, uh, revealed for the uh, foolish uh, Ziocon midget that we have become, uh, talking a lot louder uh, than our capabilities uh, as they actually exist. This is not the United States of 1945 that we're talking about here. So if right. we start talking about uh, uh, blundering into a, a global war in Ukraine where we don't even belong to begin with uh, and end up uh, in, in, a, in a contest where we've got Russia, China, and Iran uh, and, and, and others who would follow that alliance, uh, we would be in a very serious and catastrophic situation. It uh, could be the end of the United States and any semblance of the Western world that we have known prior to now, uh, that could all be over with completely. Although obviously economically and demographically, culturally, morally, we're going down the tube in all of those ways as well. But this military situation would simply speed up the process in my view. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this kind of, we'll be, we'll be lucky even if there isn't a nuclear war or world war, if we survive this uh, so-called Joe Biden administration, but it's been a fiasco, but I want to go to a caller. I know we've had some patient callers, and uh, let's sure. let's go to uh, James from Vancouver. I don't know if you're in Vancouver, Washington, or Vancouver, British Columbia, but James, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. Well, you know, there's always uh, Edward Ludwak's uh, idea uh, in his paper, Give War a Chance. Um, but I guess my point was is that wars uh, just don't happen. They're planned. Um, the uh, influx of illegals that's been happening and now is at a crescendo coming across the Texas border. That was planned. Uh, the Ukraine thing was planned, and uh, I believe it was probably planned by the same people. Back to you. Comment on that, Mark? Uh, I think our caller from Vancouver, British Columbia, where I used to occasionally drive up from Seattle years ago to watch uh, Canadian <laughs> football league games, uh, is exactly correct on this. Uh, the frightening thing is it looks incredibly planned uh, by people who would seem to want to destroy the United States uh, and the West as we have known it in order to create this larger global global homo entity known as the New World Order. And uh, it's very striking, of course, what is happening on the uh, uh, Texas-Mexico border. Many of us have been following that very closely in terms of how many additional unvetted millions have, uh, have crossed into the United States just in the last year alone. Uh, we've got a situation where, uh, you know, during the uh, COVID shutdown, which uh, continued finishing off the American economy, where the feds put almost $6 trillion in, in fiat money into circulation, which has been the, a primary force of this fueling of inflation on top of this idiotic uh, surrogate war that we have now been financing with Zelensky uh, in, uh, in Ukraine. And then uh, when you're looking at the what has happened uh, to our cities, what has happened to our schools, uh, what has happened to us demographically, it all brings home the insanity of Joe Biden, who, if one looks at RT today, RussiaToday.com, uh, Joe Biden just had a speaking appearance at Howard University. I, I don't remember whether he was speaking to the law school or to the undergraduate division of the school or both, but he was basically saying that the biggest problem that the United States has is white supremacy. 
This is according to the okay. President of the United States. Now, uh, we'll just let that idiocy stand as it is. I don't think it needs a lot of comment whatsoever in regard to just, uh, just how far gone this guy really is. But again, when you're looking at a national debt of almost $32 trillion and counting, when you're looking what has happened to the manufacturing sector of our economy uh, for a long time, uh, with all of these globalist trade treaties that the Republicans, as well as the Democrats, have signed on to, uh, the American uh, Anglo-Zio-American empire uh, is uh, running out of men, and it's running out of money, and it's running out of patience, not simply in all the other nations of the world that are sick of what is going on under this banner. Uh, but I think our domestic populations perhaps are beginning to wake up a little bit both in the United States and in a variety of different places in, uh, in Europe, to the fact that uh, for the average American or for the average Western European, these policies are not in our interests. It is destroying uh, the average uh, American's uh, uh, lifestyle. It is destroying the average American's sense of uh, peace uh, and tranquility in his or her own community. Uh, the federal government of the United States uh, is facilitating this global homo police state that we've been dealing with. Among the many news articles that I sent you, Don, that I posted for this show on Beacon Takta, uh, a couple of them really struck me. One was a Tyler Durden from uh, Zero Hedge, who was basically saying uh, that uh, Mayorkas over at the, uh, at the Department of Homeland Security uh, has been at the head of this effort to uh, produce these videos for average Americans to view, uh, encouraging them to spy on what the Biden administration refers to, and what the Department of Homeland Security refers to as "quote unquote" radical conservatives. Hey, what hey Mark. Hey, mean? Mark. Mark. Yes. Um, we have a couple of other callers who have been sure. very patient. I'll let you guys go. Them. Thanks again. Sure. We're so yeah. Thanks for the call, uh, James. We, we were soliciting callers while we had that glitch before we got you on site, so, and they've been patient. I want to get them on. Uh, before we do that, though, why don't you give out your, your websites and uh, anything else you want to to the listeners? And when, when is your show? It's Fridays at, what, 4 o'clock Central? Uh, on, on Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on RBN, and okay. then I'm with uh, Andrew Carrington Hitchcock uh, on the first Tuesday of every month on the London version of the Dan Koff Report. And then uh, about two weeks later, I uh, am, again, on Andy's show again, but uh, our own Dr. Patrick Slattery of National Bugle Radio uh, kind of leads up that particular effort for Andy. Uh, so that's uh, – though. and then, of course, I have my occasional commitments to some of these four news agencies that ask me for comment. Then I'm uh, pretty heavily involved with Veterans, uh, Vet, uh, Veterans Today Foreign Policy, uh, where I'm occasionally writing articles for them and occasionally doing TV videos for them which uh, involve, in this case, another one that's going to be coming up pretty quickly. It's going to deal more with domestic policy uh, than the previous ones that dealt with the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. And then you got Mark Dankoff's catacomb. What's the URL for that? Uh, let's see. I think that's uh, if you search it online, it'll come up simply as Mark Dankoff's catacomb on WordPress. Let's see. I think it's uh, – uh, let me think of this. Uh, Mark 1 – Marty with an I, uh, M-A-R-T-I-2, mark1marty2.wordpress.com, I think. Yeah, that's it. I'm looking at it. Mark, numeral one, Marty, M-A-R-T-I, numeral two.wordpress.com. Okay. Right. Let's, let's now go to uh, Mike in Kentucky. I know he's been on for a long time, and thanks for the patience, Mike. Go ahead. What's your question or comment? 
Or did we lose Mike? Mike? Okay. Do okay. We still Let's see if Laz is still here. Laz, are you here. still here? I'm hey, still Laz. here. Okay. Yeah, it's Mike in Kentucky. I heard that static beep up a few minutes ago, but uh, yeah, I had called in earlier because uh, um, somebody had made a mistake of mentioning communism three times in a row, and I was afraid Larkin, Texas, was going to call in and say, communitarianism, but I posted a clip of uh, somebody before Congress, uh, three Jewish-looking guys griping about the State Department's definition of anti-Semitism, and here's a group that you cannot say anything about, or else you're a radical conservative or something, right? Uh, but they were saying that um, the State Department's uh, definition was awkward because it points out that uh, Jews, by their very nature, I guess, or Zionism, by its very definition, means that they only have loyalty to uh, Israel, no matter what country they're in. But have they created, uh, well, along with the help of the West, a Frankenstein's monster in China that they've lost control of? Is that in the, in the works? What say ye? Mark? Could well be. I mean, I, I, I think it's a situation where I will have to watch that very closely. But uh, I don't think there's any question that when you look at all of the basic things that uh, we have been fighting against and losing for a long, very, uh, very long period of time, that whether you're dealing with these global wars or you're dealing with the national uh, uh, economies of these uh, various Western countries, the whole question of centralized banking and fiat money, that it always points in the same direction. And one of the things that is uh, really uh, at issue here now, I think, is how revealing it is that we keep uh, learning about the uh, relationship between the FBI and the Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith and the Southern Poverty Law Center in terms of setting up all of these uh, federal surveillance operations that are designed to uh, to chronicle and to uh, uh, profile uh, legitimate American citizens who are a threat to no one except for their opinions. Uh, and this this is going to be interesting to see how it all plays because well, one uh, last point since you brought that well, up. I tell, you what, I tell you what, Mike, I, I really apologize for this, but we have one more call. We want to squeeze them in because we've only got about a minute left. And I. I and please call in again. I'm kind of we are kind of rushed today, and uh, but I do appreciate your patience and for calling in. Patricia, you want to go ahead and introduce the next caller? Hey, Les. Um, thanks for your patience. You said you had a couple comments for Mark. Good to talk to you. Oh, good, good. Uh, I actually relishing this conversation. You know, to all our God-loving uh, Americans out there, um, your audience, and and our military, I want to say two two things crystal clear with respect to the uranium. Back in July of 24, 2001, through Congressional Public Law 107-201, uh, under, under Bill Clinton, uh, they allocated three-quarters of a billion dollars knowing that uh, uh, highly rich uranium was going to be extracted, and everybody regarding who was going to the people involved in extracting the uranium was going to be uh, contaminated with highly rich uranium. And also the, what it was going to do to the wildlife and the soil. So for those out there back in 2001 to all the way to 2010, there's three quarters of a billion dollars there for y'all. Well, also there's another uh, another uh, bill that went with that, and and that that bill also 
back in December of 2011, reiterated under SPR 686 in regards to uh, the contamination of highly rich uranium. So saying that, that we already knew that there was, it was hazardous, and most of this uranium was coming out of Steens Mountain, all the way through with the Bundy Ranch and Uranium One all tied together, uh, which became political prisoners, and then obviously they were they were uh, they're found not guilty. But that trend for highly rich uranium under the FBI, um, uh, Robert Mueller under Barack Hussein Obama, and the direction of Hillary Clinton. Why do you think that we are going we're going to win? Uh, in Ukraine, when we the ones that armed Russia with highly rich uranium. So I'm trying to figure uh, out, have we been blind? Have we forgotten what really happened behind Uranium uh, 1? Uh, let's leave it there, Laz. Hey, thanks a lot, because we only got about a minute for Mark to talk. So thanks a lot for the call. Mark, comment? Yeah, the I think in terms of this Uranium issue, uh, uranium issue uh, search out some of the things that have appeared recently in the Russian-English language press on Uranium. And the way in which, uh, in terms of uh, enriched uranium, uh, the Russians are playing a very, very key role in all of this. Uh, but the long and the short of it is that uh, just overall, when you look at the economic and political situation, the moral and demographic situation in the United States, this is all uh, piling up now uh, to uh, basically uh, bring us to where we are. And, of course, Mueller has been a very, very key player in this, not simply with uh, this uranium situation, but also with this Russiagate fraud. In closing, I just wanted to point people out to all of the different things that you can read online uh, that I'll send to RBN and to Don uh, that maybe will post for the show all kinds of news articles for you. Awesome. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot. Uh, unfortunately, we had a truncated interview with a very knowledgeable man, so we're going to have to have you back on again, okay? Very good. I'll look forward right. to it. Thank you, uh, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, Patricia. Thanks to all the listeners out there. And again, happy Mother's Day to all your mom, all you moms out there. We appreciate you. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.